welcome to your spiritual BFF podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Easter Johnson. Do you ever want to ask all your woo-woo, weird questions to someone, but don't know who to go to? Are you spiritually curious? Well, I'm your girl, here to guide you in all things spirituality, manifestation, crystals, energy healing, and more. Welcome to your awakening. Hello, on this bite-sized episode, I'm going to cover something that I chat about with clients a lot, and this is something that inspired me through conversation I've recently had with a client and also um, several women that I chat with every week um, that were fellow entrepreneurs together, but this can absolutely be applied to anyone in any situation in your life. When your energetic boundaries seem to be failing... So I know for a lot of us out there, highly sensitive people, empaths, we're obsessed with, and understandably so, okay, we're obsessed with putting boundaries into place so that we're not feeling constantly vulnerable and at the whim of soaking up everybody's energy out there and taking on other people's stuff and people pleasing and returning to old ways of being that are so blended with other people, right? makes sense that we would want some boundaries in place and some tactics and some um, energetic boundaries and, and energetic things like casting a bubble around us or setting intentions for an interaction or deciding what we are and are not available for as far as like the way we're treated or a situation that we're about to go into that we're stressed about, like setting those intentions, doing those energetic bubbles, all of these things, grounding yourself are important, okay? But if you've ever been there where you've tried these things and they didn't work, I know I certainly have, I want to share kind of what to do when the energetic boundaries aren't working. It's not that you didn't do it good enough. It's not that you didn't cast your bubble wide enough. But I'm going to give a couple examples of what that might look like so I can speak to a few of these. For instance, you're in a conversation with your boss or a coworker. And this is a boss or coworker that sometimes gives you red flags about their behavior or how they speak to you or how they are work well or not well with other people and you tend to absorb maybe their criticism or take personally what they are saying or or feel like they are calling you out or pinpointing you in these situations and you feel personally um, targeted by these people and you feel like, wow, their behavior doesn't, it isn't something I want to be available for and yet here it is happening. And I put on my bubble before going in the conversation or to the conference room or on the Zoom call and yet I still feel plugged into this person. Help, what do I do? Okay, here is what I would ask you to explore. These energetic boundaries and everything that you're doing to go into these conversations, protecting yourself, grounding yourself are wonderful. But I would ask you, And I would say they will be even more effective if you take this approach first and note, especially if this is a pattern for you, if there's a specific person or situation that this keeps coming up again and again and again, ask yourself the question, what part of me is feeling vulnerable to this person or this situation? 
For instance, again, let's go back to the place of work because I think this will resonate with people. Somebody is constantly feels like they're they're triggering you, they're plugging into you. Maybe they're speaking to you in a way that's that's rude or they're sucking or draining your energy. You feel like you're carrying their shit and you feel responsible for whatever it is, the conversations, and you're taking on their energy, right? You're feeling really plugged in. You're feeling activated, triggered. I'm using all these words depending on how it resonates with you. Say that happens. And instead of beating yourself up that you are doing this and taking it on, ask yourself, what part of me inside is being feeling vulnerable to this criticism or this energy drain or that's feeling like it's my fault or that's feeling, yeah, at fault for something or activated by this person. There's a probably, there's likely a part of you, whether it's a young part of you or an insecure part of you, a shy part of you, a part of you that feels less than, a part of you that feels dumb or incompetent. We've got all of these parts inside of us that will be activated by certain people and situations in our lives. And there's no amount of energetic, <laughs> energetic you know, boundary setting or energetic work that we can do to avoid that from happening because we are humans with the human experience. And these parts of us are not bad, but they are being activated or triggered or hurt in a really vulnerable way. And so instead of trying to focus on the external or the energetics of this component, you can deepen this work, especially if it's a pattern, guys. Say you're visiting um, your mother-in-law or your parents or your, you know, your, your, your partner's best friend and they get to you every time. My question for you each time would be what part of you is being activated or plugged in with this person? That is the part that you have control over. That is the part that you can work with, that you can find healing with. And when we give that part of us attention and awareness and acknowledgement of, ooh, I can feel that you feel really vulnerable. So say at work, it's an, an, an insecure part. that You're feeling insecure about your role. You're feeling insecure about your capabilities. You're feeling insecure about your leadership, right? Any of those things. If we're feeling insecure, say this is an insecure part, let's just pretend that's what we've revealed. We can then talk to this part inside of us and say, ooh, I feel that you are experiencing this. This must be really difficult for you. I'm really relating to them. I see you. I feel you. You're not alone. And I'm here to protect you. So instead of thinking about, oh, how can I protect my energy more? It's like, how can I protect this vulnerable part? And not just protect them and make excuses for them, which is what you might, you know, if you think of a, of a parent who is always making excuses for their child, um, they're not turning in their homework and they keep making excuses to the teacher about this and that, and this and that 20 different times. It's like, 
okay, you're really doing a gigantic disservice to your child by continuing to make excuses for them of why they're not doing what they need to be doing to excel in learning, right? Just giving that as an example. We don't want to be an inner parent to ourselves, an inner wise higher self part. We don't want to come forward with that higher self energy and just give excuses all day long, but it is important for these parts to protect them in such a way where we can work with them when it's just us instead of them being triggered and they come up during these really vulnerable moments when you're in the conference room or you're having a one-on-one or you're in a meeting and you get triggered in front of the person that's kind of activating that within you or when you're with your in-laws or you're with your partner's best friend that's activating for you or you're around um, a group of people or in a situation that feels really activating instead of having to deal with it then think oh gosh what other energetic stuff can I do to protect myself from this asking yourself before it occurs or after it occurs is what I would encourage and through practice you can do this moment to moment if you're around those people and you're able to hold that space for yourself and acknowledge that that inner part um, having a um having a moment, having emotions come up, but doing this work before this occurs or after in reflection is also a beautiful, beautiful time to do this. And this is the best time to do it when we're not triggered. So FYI, I'm not telling you you have to do this during the moment, which is why you're listening to this episode and able to reflect on a time where this recently happened to you, right? So we can talk about how do we protect them these inner parts of us, let's go back to the example of the insecure part, we can actually work with that insecure part and by first acknowledging them, hearing them out, understanding where they're coming from and honoring the burden that they've been carrying for you of recognizing like, oh, every time this comes up, this part has been carrying the burden of feeling insecure or incompetent or dumb, or shy, or lazy, or or not enough. A lot of these core wounds, guys, go back to not feeling enough, doing enough, being enough, ex- experiencing enough. All of these things comes back often to not feeling like good enough or enough. So we can hold space for this part and really then work with the part outside of the trigger and it helps to unblend from those moments and we're able to see the part for what it is, just a, um, a wounded part of us, a vulnerable part of us that we can bring healing with. It doesn't have to continue to be a, a, a wounded part. Does it have to continue being a vulnerable part? So I'm saying we're able to, to address these things and then bring healing to these parts that are coming up in these moments that are quite inconvenient or upsetting, especially if you've had an interaction with somebody who can stick with you for hours or days and you're like, oh, what do I do about this? I can't avoid this person at, at work or it's a family member or if it's my partner's best friend. Like, I can't avoid them completely. Like, this is gonna be, this is too much for me. How do I do this? That feels really disempowering, doesn't it? And I've been there, so been there. And I've seen clients be there over and over and over again. And that tends to be a lot of the work I do with people, which is like these things that you thought that you could never like overcome and the people that used to trigger you. When we address these things at the root level, at the core, often goes back to a wounded part, a part that doesn't feel blank enough, (laughs) a part that just simply doesn't feel enough. We bring healing to these parts and unburden them. 
by first acknowledging and honoring them and hearing them out, when we bring perspective to them and we catch them up to current day, because many times they're younger parts from 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, we bring them up to speed to current day and our capabilities and how amazing we are. And we bring healing and reparenting to them. Because again, they're often in younger parts, but sometimes if we don't identify them as a inner child, like a young part, they often are. But if we don't acknowledge them as such, it can be simply like I've identified it here as like this insecure part. And often when we kind of drill down and we start holding space for it, it reveals itself as a much younger part. That's why I'm referring to it that way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> when you drill down and really um, open up that this this compassionate space to communicate with the part of you that's having this reaction when they reveal themselves as a younger part then we can use those those gorgeous inner child skills and um, exercises and holding space for these parts to bring them real healing reparenting catching them up to current day and not enabling the part to be triggered over and over and over again and giving excuse like that parent gives the excuse for the child not turning in their homework or doing their science project or doing you know being late for school or these things not enabling our parts over and over again to continue the behaviors that we've engage in over and over again, whether it's like constantly like self-flagellating or, you know, spanking our own asses for not speaking up or doing this or doing that. Instead, this is a much more compassionate way and a much more, I was going to say tangible. It, it doesn't feel very tangible because you're working with these like inner parts that literally isn't, you can't touch or feel it or see it, but it is a much more empowering, connective, self-compassionate approach then beating yourself up or trying to stack more energetic boundaries on something that you have been trying to do over and over and over again with the same results, right? Sometimes when you put in energetic boundaries, you notice a difference right away. And then, but if you're thinking, well, Hannah, sometimes my energetic boundaries work and sometimes they don't. For the times that they don't, there's deeper work to be done. You don't need more energetic boundaries if you're already putting those grounding principles and and centering principles in place. You're doing your bubble. You're connecting with yourself in the morning before all others. You're doing these things. You're making sure your energy is cleansed. You're getting fresh air. You're drinking enough water. Uh, you know, you're using your essential oils if that works for you. You're doing your grounding practices, your practices that connect you to yourself and your energy first and foremost, and then protecting that energy and then you're still experiencing these these things this is the route that I'm going to encourage you to explore this is like a brief introduction to what's called parts work and it's internal family systems IFS and this is a huge part of the work that I do with people in my higher self healing program uh, which is a three-month program where you experience deep inner and outer transformation through inner child work shadow work, and nervous system regulation. So we unpack a lot of this parts work in in our sessions through bringing in inner child work, reparenting, healing at the core root level, bringing in the shadow work pieces, because often these pieces, guys, that we're triggered and activated by are parts of our shadow. That's why they're being triggered and activated. And if we keep ignoring them, they keep having control over us in our shadow, but we bring our shadows into the light. Shame cannot live in the light. We're able to bring these things to the light and work with them, unblend from our shadow pieces. So they're not controlling us and triggering us constantly 
over and over and over again with the same people and situations day after day, we can find real freedom and wholeness within. And then we bring in the nervous system components and we learn to regulate day to day, moment to moment, and find ourselves, our true selves, not the selves that are constantly out here being triggered, not the selves that are out here reacting, not our dysregulated selves, but actually our regulated higher self. And from that place, we are more centered and grounded by default because we have tools and skills. We have tools to access in our toolbox day to day to help us regulate so we could be that capital S self, our higher self day to day. From that place, we show up the way we wanna show up, we, we move towards our goals. We are better parents, partners, friends, citizens, people, workers. We are better all around because we are in our wholeness and in our completion. And we're in our, our we're feeling complete from a deep peace within. And that enoughness is really rooted within us by moving through all these healing components. And then we're able to actually tap into our intuition when we're regulated and be and live a more intentional and intuitive life. Tap into our spirituality, tap into our meaning or purpose. From that regulated place, that's where growth also happens forward thinking as far as moving towards the future, our goals, our growth, our manifestations, our ideas, our big goals and dreams when we're in a regulated place. But if we're chronically dysregulated and we're chronically living in the past, the inner child work, shadow work, and starting to work with our nervous systems and somatic um, um, exercises and things to move through stuff that we're still holding on to or they're still being repeated to create some completion in the moment. And this parts work is a huge piece of that. This is just like, you know, I've talked about this before, but this, I think this episode, just like what you've heard in the last 10 minutes has been a really concrete way. I'm going to use the word concrete instead of tangible, a concrete way to start working with your parts and get curious of like, oh, am I just a trigger? I, I just live dysregulated as a triggered person. And these things are always going to bother me. No, not if you start to lead with curiosity and start to ask yourself, could this be a part? What part of me is feeling vulnerable? What part of me is feeling plugged in or activated or brought up by this person or scenario or thing in my life? And how can I, with a more compassionate viewpoint, start to work with it, acknowledge it, honor it, and unburden it? And then it becomes literally not a trigger anymore. I hear from so many clients. It's like, oh my God, I remember that. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me anymore. I'm like, wow, that's the freedom the freedom of this transformational work. So if you have been thinking about doing any of this work or this is really hitting home for you and you want specialized and like specific support with your life, Higher Self Healing is for you. It is an open enrollment program, but I only have a limited spots every few months come open. I only have about six or seven people in this program at any given time because it's one-on-one work. It's one-on-one work, you and me, it's intimate work inner child work, shadow work, and nervous system regulation to step into and live from your embodied higher self. You don't have to live from your triggered self. You don't have to be chronically dysregulated and think, oh, that's just who I am, my personality. I'm here to tell you it doesn't. Freedom is available for you. Transformation is available for you. And more self-compassionate approach is available for you. And all the other spiritual or energetic stuff you've been learning about is more applicable and actually is way more effective when you're working at the root with this work. 
So you can always DM me over on Instagram if you'd like access to um, talk, if you'd like to chat with me a little bit more about this program, it's a three month one-on-one program, um, together for your inner transformation. You can DM me on Instagram. My handle is at Hannah Johnson coaching, and you can send me an email with the words or a DM with the words higher self. And you can reach me that way and say, Hey, I'm interested in higher self healing program. Let's get in there and I'll have a chat with you about what, um, what the program is about. Send you details, give you more information. You can also head to the link in my, um, in the show notes here, um, to my website, hannahjohnsoncoaching.com slash higher self. And, um, I will drop that in the show notes. So you can find that on my website to learn a little bit more about the program and reach out to me if you have any questions and step into your higher self. And if this episode resonated with you where you practice some of this parts work component and really addressing and protecting these parts of you and start to work with these parts of you, I'd love to hear your experience because this work is freaking life-changing you guys. You don't have to run around and live your life constantly being um, triggered or feeling like all the energetic protection in the world isn't supporting you. This is the work you can do for yourself. You are the one you've been waiting on. And I would love to chat more and hear about your experience and guide you through it if you're feeling called to this work. So reach out to me at Hannah Johnson Coaching on Instagram or shoot me an email, hello at hannahjohnsoncoaching.com. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.